and all that. So today I want to talk about protein powder and is it drugs? So this comes up weirdly a lot that people are still apprehensive about protein powder thinking it's a drug and I kind of just want to cover that. So the short answer is no and the longer answer is maybe. So let's get into it. First thing is protein powder is one thing but it's marketed as another thing. And this is where the misconception is and this is what supplement companies kind of take advantage of and kind of I'll explain what's going on. So first the marketing. So the vast majority of protein powders are kind of done with shady marketing. Uh, they use highly muscled men or lean women to endorse the product with the implication that they use the product and as a result of them using the product, they look this way. Um, so then they add in, you know, weird fancy labels and they use buzzwords. So if you're a dude, they'll use words like uh, mass and size and jacked and, you know, put on 12 pounds of muscle mass in two days and nonsense like that. And if you're a woman, they generally tend to use terms like lean and toned and shaped and all these other buzzwords depending on the gender. Um, and then some products are even more excessive where they promise ludicrous stuff and some products are kind of more toned down and don't do as much, prom uh, don't make as much promises usually means they're probably more reputable but anyway you've seen it for yourself you see it when you go to supplement shops or sports shops you see some of the ridiculous stuff you'll see um so the thing is protein powder might help you put on muscle mass i mean it might it might help you lose weight it might um but so might you know ricotta cheese and cottage cheese but no one kind of freaks out about them thinking they're drugs or their problem or oh my god they might you know cause your kidneys to shut down um, so I'll explain now what protein powder is so using the cottage cheese and the ricotta cheese example uh, the most common protein powders on the market are made from dairy and the most popular one is whey w-h-e-y and the other one is casein or casein and Whey protein powder can be used, or whey powder, whey liquid, can be used to make uh, ricotta cheese, that's what it's famous to use for, and casein uh, powder, or casein, the casein left over from a dairy, is used to make cottage cheese. So they're the two most common products associated with those two things. Um, most cheeses are casein protein, uh, but cottage cheese is primarily the one that's majority casein protein. So what happens is whey and casein protein are basically dairy products that people use to uh, they process them down uh, to make them water soluble. So they they process them down so that when you put basically water into them, you can drink them, and that they're you know they dissolve properly and there's not just blobs of you know gunk inside in your uh, shaker or your blender or whatever. Then they add flavoring so that you don't gag when you actually have them. And then of course they do the next thing they put into a tub or a packet and they put all the stupid buzzwords we into previously on them. So that's what casein and whey is. It's just dairy processed and made into powder that you can drink that's all it is the solid form ricotta cheese is whey casein is cottage cheese so anyway they're the two most common ones um, now the next thing of course is the there are more forms of protein powders now available because they've become quite popular and people are kind of jumping on the bandwagon and they're seeing you know there's a lot of money to be made in these they're these are huge margin products so the uh like the Glambia, which is an Irish company, makes um, the vast majority of protein powders for like companies in Europe. And they actually own three, I think three supplement companies. They own BSN and they own Optimum Nutrition. So they actually like compete, for each, compete against each other, but yet Glambia still supply the vast majority of protein powders to other companies. So there's only a few big vendors that make these products for people. Which tells you, you know, all you need to know about when you're buying it. But anyway, now there are other 
forms as well. So there might be people who, who cannot uh, digest dairy products very well, or there might be people who, um, for ethical reasons, uh, being a vegetarian or vegan, won't have dairy products. So now you can get uh, you can get egg, you can get soy, you can get pea, you can get rice, you can get hemp, you can even get cricket protein made from insects now. And these, of course, are for people who don't like dairy or who, again, are vegan and vegetarian. So where does this notion that drugs are the protein powder are drugs? So previously I talked about the example that you know the huge muscular dudes who do probably take drugs to advertise the product are and you know the association is you know they take drugs they do this so you might see it that way but there is kind of a shady history towards supplement companies uh, when they first started and this still kind of goes on to this day there are some supplement companies that get flagged for putting drugs in their products and originally or the old myth and legend is these were these were originally advertised to bodybuilders back in the day when kind of science was not catching up to the mainstream where we are now and the idea was and this still kind of permits that protein builds muscle which it does so eating more protein will build more muscle logically sound but not entirely true won't happen that way unfortunately sorry to disappoint you so the logic was eat more protein gain more muscle so protein shakes were a very easy way of eating of adding more protein to your diet very quickly now what supplement companies used to do or some this is allegedly or myth and legend they used to actually put anabolic steroids into their product especially the first run of the first batches of the product the reason for that being is you would buy the product you would take their powder you would get incredible results you put on loads of muscle mass you'd lose fat you'd be amazed blown away you tell all your friends that oh my god this product is getting me amazing results in the meantime, your friends will probably go out and buy the product, but in the background, the supplement company would have cleaned up their product, removed the drugs, and now they just have a clean protein powder product that they sell to the market based off these old results and this old myth and legend that look, they used to get you incredible results. That is more common than you think, and it was really common like decades ago. So thankfully now, we live in a time of extreme scrutiny, and supplement companies are still a bit, they're not regulated as well as they should be. and athletes get drug tested and you'll see that athletes always use the old tainted supplement argument when they fail a drug test which might be true usually is not true but because of this supplement companies have to be really really careful to make sure their products are drug tested and they will scream from the rafters if their products are independently drug tested they will have labels on their products saying lab door tested or tested by this independent lab and they will say no drugs can be used by uh uh, proven product by the World Anti-Doping Association so Olympic athletes can use it because that's where they make their money. If those athletes use their product you might think oh they use the product must be a good product I'll use the product. So they are really careful about the drug the containing drugs now. So if you see that in a product it's probably safe. So now who are the products for now? They're basically for everyone. They're for advertised towards sports people, towards women who want to lose weight, men want to lose weight, men want to pull on muscle mass, women want to pull on muscle mass, teenagers, the elderly. There's a protein product for everyone now. Again, what they're for though is they're a supplement. They are just a supplement to your diet. They will not increase your muscle mass per se and they will not help you lose mass per, or weight per se. They are simply a way of adding more protein into your diet. So if you can't get protein from other sources like meat or fish, you know, then adding a pro, adding a powder to your diet will help you increase your protein content. Now, you don't need them. You know, I personally use protein powder to just add to my porridge in the morning because it makes my uh, breakfast contain more protein. But that's it. I don't take it after the gym or anything like that because I don't need to. I get my protein from other sources. So it's not the cure-all. It won't build loads of muscle unless you train, unless you eat enough protein anyway and get other things in your, in your diet right. But it most certainly is not drugs. And if you're unsure, 
just make sure the product you're buying is drug tested they'll advertise the fact they're drug tested and you'll be fine 100 percent fine all right guys thanks for listening and if you have any questions or any follow-up just let us know and uh we'll talk to you again later cheers <laughs>